It's game week here on the New York Red Bulls radio network. And as we gear up for the 2021 season opener Saturday at Red Bull Arena, today on Red Bulls Weekly, my radio partner Steve Jolly joins me, Matt Harmon, for a quick preview as we welcome in Red Bull defender Andrew Gutman. Time for another episode of Red Bulls Weekly. Thanks for listening. of the 2021 MLS season is upon us. We are in to game week, and it starts to matter for the New York Red Bulls and all the other teams in Major League Soccer. Good to be back with you. I'm Matt Harmon from the New York Red Bulls Radio Network, and my co-host today, my partner, Steve Jolly. Giles uh, missed you on Saturday, the, the D.C. United preseason game, but I, I think for New York, the theme would be what do you take out of that in, in what was maybe a limited preseason with some games yeah. being canceled? Um, how many guys can get to full match fitness before Saturday? But but maybe even more importantly, just getting back onto the field with some fans in the stands and, and you know, some optimism around this team and around Major League Soccer in general. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. With so many changes that have happened with the roster and everything like that, not to mention, you know, everything that happened in the preseason and the games being canceled, just being able to get out there in a uniform, in the stadium, you know, get that kind of vibe and that experience going was so vitally important, especially against a team like DC United, knowing that we're playing a tough competition uh, in Sporting KC, one of the better teams in the Western Conference last year. You know, we'll have Andrew Gutman on coming up after uh, this little intro and then a quick timeout one of the Red Bulls newest players in, in what Steve, you and I have talked about in all those little segments during the course of the off season, talking about all these new players, Gutman being one of them. Uh, and, and, and probably in the, let's say first, what, four to six weeks with all these early games, it's gotta be for Gerhard Struber about picking the best guys and hoping things gel together. Yeah. I mean, there is an element of hope to some degree when you have so many new faces and new, uh, new talents coming on board. Um, you know, I would assume that uh, as much as we all wanted them to have games under, you know, their belt uh, there in Florida, that, you know, cohesiveness of getting the, the guys all together and, and, and the trainings and everything like that can only help. You know, this is a team that we're, um, we're often seeing the videos with coach saying, getting their identity back that pressing nature, you know, how fast are we going to transition? And uh, and I'm glad we're going to be able to speak to Andrew because, you know, from all indications that we're getting from a you know, variety of, uh, of sources, you know, he's a guy that's kind of the, what's the best way of saying it, really kind of taking it on his shoulders in terms of what he feels his role and responsibility, getting back to that kind of Red Bull way of playing soccer, which is I think is going to be great. Steve, you think of it, you know, for, for New York, who – Go all the way back to 2013, right? Different different regimes, and we've seen different regimes, but but clearly the theme has been success during the course of the regular season and being difficult to play against. Certainly in 2015 with Jesse Marsh, 2018 with Chris Armis at the helm, um, you know, 2019, 2020, little difficult, and and bringing in Gerhard Struber, you would think the whole idea is to, as you said, get back to the Red Bull way of playing. And that is full on uh, foot on the gas, not for 50 minutes, but essentially for 90. 
Yeah, and uh, and let's be honest. I mean, that's probably where we had most of our success. It's what made us an intimidating opponent. And, uh, you know, it's fun to watch. It's fun, obviously, for us to call. Um, you know, one of the things that I would also add to that is that we've brought in a lot of new faces, a lot of young faces. And, um, you know, a Red Bull way is also giving opportunities for young people to excel and to prosper and to do some great things. So, you know, I'm really eager to see how this team responds to the call uh, over the next couple of days, the season starting, having a couple of fans back in the stadium, all positives going right now. And, uh, and as we've kind of mentioned, you know, these these first couple of games and the results associated with these first couple of games factor in if we're going to be in the U.S. Open Cup and what that means, too. Yeah, first three games, which uh, has New York at home for two of them. Their two Western Conference teams get out of the way right off the jump. Sporting Kansas City on Saturday, L.A. the following Sunday. That's the Galaxy when I say L.A. And then Chicago back at home on the on the very first of May. You know, traditionally, Steve, even with all of the success New York has had, they haven't always been the best team to start the season, even with supporter shields in 2015 and 2018. You know, I, I think you could make a case at some point they were balancing uh, Champions League in some of those years. So you're you're playing a blended lineup sometimes. You're giving guys a break, and they had success within the Champions League. But clearly, this year more so than any other, especially after 2020 and how crazy it was with the pandemic. How quick can you just get back to work and? And you do wonder within these first, let's say, three games, two of which are at home, do you just have that emotion and that aggressiveness? And maybe that carries you for the first couple as the lineup, the roster and the, the change in coaches and the style kind of settles in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I would love to tell you that I know what to expect over the next couple of weeks, and I really don't. Um, you know, I often, you know, joke around, you know, whether on air or even when I'm coaching my son's teams, there's things you can control, things you can't control. And the one thing you can control is your intensity and your work rate. And uh, and if we look at what has been said during preseason and the players that have been at it, and uh, there's one thing that I think I'm fully confident in is that we're going to see a team that's going to um, play with passion and it might not be perfect for the first couple of weeks. And, uh, and I somewhat expect that to some degree. And I think everybody expects that to some degree, but I think the one thing that I feel comfortable with knowing is that, you know, there's going to be an intensity there. There's going to be a passion there. There's going to be a high pressure there. That's going to be able to create a lot of great opportunities for us. And, uh, and I do hope we get the results. I hope we deserve the results that we get, but uh, it's going to be an interesting ride the next couple of weeks. Certainly will be interesting to talk to our guest when he comes on because he is among those who's already got to be near and dear to your heart. Similar hairstyle, much younger and maybe probably more more dynamic overall just uh, in general. But he wears the cherished number five, that, of course, being Andrew Goodman. Yeah, that's a big moment for him. I, I'm sure there was like a, a an unwritten ceremony that had to be <laughs> that had to be had relative to to wearing the number five. I'm sure Mr. Uh, Connor Layden and I will uh, will will create some opportunity to make sure that he uh, he fully embraces and understands the responsibility that he has to live up to that number five status, which is ooh, it's big, it's huge. Well, I'm, I'm sure he's ready for the moment, and that moment will come after we take a quick break. Matt Harmon, Steve Jolly, it's Red Bulls Weekly. We come back on the other side, and we're joined from Red Bull defender Andrew Gutman. Back here after a quick timeout on our Red Bulls Weekly podcast, Steve Jolly, Matt Harmon, welcoming in 
uh, our second player guest of the year. Looking forward to this one because we've got a lot to talk about with one of the Red Bulls' newest defenders, that being Andrew Gutman, who is proudly wearing the number five. Steve and I, as you just uh, were talking about um, before we went to break, I mean, it's a long lineage of those guys that wear number five. Clearly, Andrew feels like he has the ability to be better than Connor Laid, be better than you, all of these guys that have worn the number five before. And I'm sure that came into his decision to be number five is knowing that, that lineage was there, that special bond, that special handshake that I have yet, unfortunately, been able to show Mr. Andrew, the, uh, the special number five handshake that only a few select special people know about. Andrew, it's, it, I mean, I don't know how you came across the number five, but it's got to <laughs> be better. It's got to be better than what you were last year. I mean, not 96, right? With Cincinnati. Yeah. I'd, last year I was kind of, I had to pick super quick because I think we had a game like in a day or two when I got there. So I just, I just did like my birth year, which was looking back on it, not the, the best decision, but I think number five fits me well. I mean, I think uh, the hairstyle especially matches, matches the number well. <laughs> Well, I mean, you've already made Steve and I feel very old when you said that's your birth year. That was when I graduated college. And if that's your birth year, we've been doing this a really long time. Um, you know, really excited to have you on and, and talk about your entry here into the Red Bull organization um, and, and kind of your path, because everyone's road is different to get to where they are. And you're still so young uh, within your career. But but clearly one of the things that jumps out right away is leaving Indiana after such a great career with the Hoosiers, you've had the opportunity to kind of bounce around and be in a lot of different areas and, and probably for yourself um, experience a lot of different opportunities. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's been a crazy ride so far. Um, you know, my agent always tells me that I've had a 10 year career so far with all the the moves I've made and everything. Um but, you know, it's the way I look at it is, you know, everywhere I've gone, um, I've played, you know, I've showed my qualities, I've done well. Um, and then just things out of my control kind of um, have happened. So I can't really look at it and say, like, you know, that the things were always my fault because a lot of the situations I were in were out of my hands. So my only thing was just to play well every single chance I could. Well, Andrew. First and foremost, welcome to the family. Uh, you know, the one thing I often tell people is, you know, I had the luxury of spending, you know, 10 years in Major League Soccer, five of which was with this organization. And I can tell you, you know, heartfelt, you're, you're, you're with a special group, a special ownership group that will, um, will always look out for your best interest in that respect. You mentioned right there, you know, that there's things that you control and things that you can't control. What I'd like for you to talk a little bit about it's just your time in preseason, the things that you're controlling. We're hearing some very, very positive things in terms of what you brought to the field. Just tell a little bit about now that you're here with Red Bull. Tell us about uh, your expectations maybe for, you know, the start of the season and, and what you're looking at. Yeah, um, obviously, I think I think preseason was um, an interesting one for us with the club, um, you know, given the situations that, you know, happened uh, throughout preseason. Um, but, you know, the one thing I will say is, you know, through all the difficult moments we've had in preseason, we've we've tried to make the best of it. Um, you know, whether that was when we had games canceled, it was just getting an inter, inter squad scrimmage uh, going so we could get you know minutes in our legs. Um, you know, so so the things out of our control, like the the situations that happened, um, are obviously unfortunate. But then 
you know, the things we can control is, you know, how do we, how do we move on from that? How do we still get better each and every day? Um, and I think the team did a really good job down in Florida um, adapting to, to the situation and, and just making the best of it. And I think from, you know, the, the first couple of sessions that I got here till now, I think there's been a, a, a lot of improvement and, you know, I think um, for the start of the season, um, it's, you know, it's tough because the first couple of games determine, you know, Open Cup. And I, I feel like Open Cup's a big thing, um, you know, for everyone. That's a, that's a trophy to win. Um, and so I think if we have a strong start of the season, then we can get into Open Cup. And that just gives us another another cha uh, chance to be successful this year. Andrew, tell me what you've learned about yourself the first couple of years here in Major League Soccer. Um, you know, because you, you've been part of the league the last couple of years, both with FC Cincinnati both on loan. So when you're in that case, when you're on loan and you're with a team that doesn't necessarily have your, your overall rights, you're probably wondering, am I going to be here? What's the plan? Um, but, but for a younger player to continue to try and develop, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot going on, but, but in those last two seasons here in MLS, what, what has Andrew Gutman learned about himself? It's, it's funny you ask that because Sean Davis asked me that like same question about a couple of days ago, just with like the loan situation um, that I've been in for the last couple of years. Um, but, you know, the biggest thing I've learned about myself is is what I stated earlier is that you can only control what you can control. And then anything ha after that, that's out of your control. You, you can't really worry about. Um, so for me. When I first started, when I first came into the league and I was on loan, I was always in my mind. I was always thinking like. Um, are they going to buy me? Am I going to stay here? What, what, what's going on? Um, you know, is it, does it even matter if the, the team loses because I'm technically not signed here? Um, and that was a very, very bad attitude to have. Um, and so, you know, fast forward till now, I just take it one day at a time. And, you know, I, I, I show up to training every single day. I do the best I can every single day. I put in a hundred percent effort. And then, you know, if I get the opportunity to play on the weekend, then I'm going to play 110% and act like, you know, I'm, I'm owned by the club I'm playing for. Um, and I think that's just the mentality to have um, because, you know, if you play well, then opportunities open up, whether it's with the club you're at or whether it's with a different club. Um, and so that's kind of what I've learned about myself and just about my situation in general over the last two, two or so years. You know, it's 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 interesting to look because we'll get into the you know the opportunities maybe within the Scottish Premier League that you had with Rangers and with Celtic, but even within Major League Soccer. I mean, you're you're a kid, and I say kid with a with a smile on my face. You're a kid from Illinois who probably everyone assumed you're going to be part of the Chicago Fire organization. Then you wind up with Cincinnati. Um, you know, I'll say the the quickest span ever with Atlanta United because they had your uh, draft rights and the reentry draft this past year and now here with New York on loan. Is it is it difficult for you? Again, referencing what you said, you can only control what you can control, but is it difficult even from a personal standpoint that you haven't necessarily established roots to, to be at a spot for a couple of years? Um, yes and no. I think the most difficult part about this whole thing is trying to explain it to people that don't understand, you know, what like how the MLS works and everything. Um, so that's always like a, a funny conversation to have. Um, but yeah, I, you know, the thing that's nice about it is like, you know, I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. Um, I don't have like that kind of stuff where I would need, you know, I love stability and stuff like that. I'm still young. I'm 24. I've always loved to go to different cities and explore and, and kind of do that stuff. Um, so like, 
from that perspective, it's kind of cool because, you know, you go from different city to city, you get to see different things, meet different people. Um, and then also from the soccer side, it's, it's cool to, to go into a couple of different clubs and because every club's different with the playing style. So you go into one club and maybe you love it and like it fits your style really well, or, you know, you're in a different club and you think like, yeah, well, you know, this isn't really, you know, what I like. Um, and, you know, from the couple of weeks I've been with Red Bull so far, it's, it's fit exactly, you know, how I want to play and, and who I am as a player. Um, you know, so anything can happen, you know, at the end of the season. Um, my main goal is just to play well and, and get as many results as I can for the team. Andrew, you've mentioned, you know, a couple of things there that I thought was really interesting. Um, you know, over the last couple of months or so, we've heard coach talk about, you know, the team forming an identity and, and that press coming back. And that's they're going to be their identity and the transition of the team in terms of, you know, how it transitions after it wins the ball. You know, you had a very successful career there at Indiana, um, the second best college in America, college soccer, William Mary being the first, of course, you'll, you'll acknowledge that one. But uh, you were a defender, but you scored 11 goals. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, your forming identity in terms of you as a player, the identity of Red Bull and how that factors in for both you guys? Yeah, I think um... – and here's a great opportunity for you to say something about William and Mary. Like I was just joking, obviously. <laughs> when Matt usually is like, what are you talking about? But anytime we get a chance to talk William and Mary, I'm going to throw it in there. All right. I love it. Um, yeah. I think I, like in college, um, I played more as like a winger in college as well. So that's kind of where the goals and, and assists came. Um, and also with, when I was at Indiana, like I didn't really defend, to be honest with you. Like, it was very like that. It was like, yeah, someone else do it. Like I'll, I'll stay up top and try to score the goals for us and everything. Um, and so then like, obviously when you come into a professional environment, you're playing against guys that are $10 million players and, you know, just completely different level. Um, so I don't think I'll be scoring 12 or 20 goals from, from a left back position. But um, yeah, I think just in general, you know, obviously college and, and MLS is a completely different uh, playing field, but the, the way we played at Indiana was very direct as well. It was very up and down. It was very high press. Um, and I did really well in that, in that scenario, obviously, you know, it's college and you can't compare it to the MLS, but what you can compare is the systems and, you know, whatever level you're playing at, it's like guys fit a certain system. You know, there's guys that fit more of a technical passing type of system, possession based. That's not really me. I like, I like to get after it. I like to play very direct up and down, high intensity running, high speed running. And that's exactly what New York is. And, and I think that, you know, as we come together as a team and we kind of gel more and we figure out the press and, and what we want to do and form our identity even more, I think we're going to be even more successful. And in, in terms of, you know, me personally, I'm still trying to figure out, you know, my exact roles and, and what I'm expected from, you know, what Gerhard wants from me. And I think every day as I learn more and more and more, I think it's only going to get better. Well, you mentioned, and I totally understand and respect the fact, I mean, to this day, my college coach laughs at the fact that I played defense professionally because I never played defense until, you know, my second year. So and <laughs> I fully understand that. We get, we all can evolve to some degree. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, you know, you've had some conversations with coach. You've had some con um, conversations with uh, with the captain, John Davis. Um, you know, do you see yourself uh, playing more of that, that left back position and because Red Bull gets forward so often that gives you that freedom, um, you know, or do you feel yourself a little bit higher on the field? You know, 
where's your comfort level? Have you spoken, you know, to other people and other coaching staff in terms of, you know, where you feel most comfortable with? I know we've seen you at that left back position. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel comfortable kind of anywhere the coach needs me. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing for, for me is, is showing my qualities in a variety of different ways that keeps me on the field that, you know, the coach looks at me and thinks that, you know, him in the starting 11 is, is going to help us win. And whether that's at left back, left mid center back, center mid, any, anywhere like that the coach needs me, I'll play. But the, the thing that I like about the Red Bull situation is that when we press, we press higher up on the pitch. And so we, like, if we do it well, we win the ball higher up on the pitch. So that gives me then the opportunity to show my qualities going forward in a better situation because last year in Cincinnati, we sat back so deep and, you know, that was just, it was a difficult time in Cincinnati for us. And we kind of had to just bunker in and, and figure out ways to get results. But when we did get the ball, it was like a 60 or 70 yard sprint up the field to try to even get into an attacking position. So that was always difficult for me to show my attacking qualities in that type of system. But in a system where, you know, we're going to get after, we're going to press you 25 yards from your own goal. And then if we win it back, we're right there. I think that's perfect for me because then, you know, when we win the ball back, then we just go straight to goal as quick as we can. And hopefully, you know, we get some goals and assists this year. Red Bull defender Andrew Goodman giving us some time here on our Red Bulls weekly podcast with Steve Jolly. I'm Matt Harmon. Uh, Andrew, talk to me about this. The roster makeup has been debated a little bit for Red Bull. A lot of players new to the team, the organization, and the system, yourself included. So for a guy who's got a couple of years under his belt as a professional already, does it make it easier to go into a new system where there's so many new guys, or is it easier to slide into a spot where it's a very established roster and you might be one of a couple of new players as opposed to 9, 10, 11 that New York has right now? Yeah, I think every situation is different. Um, I don't think that you know one's better than the other. I think it's it's just um, different. Um, but for this situation, obviously, you know I've been in different locker rooms and I've had the the uncomfortable new guy experience. Um, and sometimes, like in the locker room, I see that kind of experience with some of the younger guys. So for me, I'm kind of taking the role of helping the younger guys gel better with the team and, and, you know, including them in some conversations, trying to learn about them and trying to just, you know, have them have like a friend on the team right away, just to make them feel a little more comfortable. Um, you know, because we do have a lot of new guys. Um, but I think a lot of the new guys that came in are, are going to help us. I think a lot of them have um, a lot of high quality um, in their attacking half and, you know, the defending half. Um, so the biggest thing for us is just to gel as a team as quickly as we can and, and get the system down as quickly as we can, because, you know, the season starts in, you know, four or five days. So we got to we got to be ready. Walk, walk me through this and then Steve certainly hop back in. Walk me through a couple of years in Cincinnati, maybe not knowing whether you're going to be there long term or not. Then you then you find out at the end of 2020, your rights have been picked up by Atlanta. And then a couple of months after that, you're signed for on loan from from New York. Was there ever a time that you thought you were going to be part of Atlanta United or was it OK? They picked up my rights. I don't think it's going to be the right fit. Where else could I go? Um, yeah, that was that was kind of a discussion I had with Atlanta when, um, you know, they picked up my rights, whether, you know, was it better for me to go out on loan or was it better for me to stay there? And ultimately, we just decided it was it was better for me to go out on loan. Um, and then obviously 
there was there was a couple teams interested as well, but I just when when Red Bull well, my agent told me that Red Bull was interested. I just I've always wanted to play for Red Bull. One because like it's a massive club in the MLS. It's very well respected as a lot of you know, it's consistently been good. It's a well respected club and all that stuff. And then secondly was I just always felt like my my quality as a player fit the Red Bull system. So when I was given the chance to come here on loan, I was really excited about it. I even texted my agent, like he was telling me, you know, a couple possibilities I could have. And I said, you know, if you can get the Red Bull loan done, then that would be ideal for me. And then, you know, it just fell into place for, for all of us. Well, you're, you're a couple of days, as you mentioned, four or five days from your first uh, experience game day uh, at Red Bull Arena in terms of regular season and your career and everything like that. So tell us a little bit about your mindset right now, you know, in terms of the next couple of days, how you're getting yourself focused, what you're thinking about having, albeit, unfortunately, not a full set, uh, you know, stadium yet, but having people in the stands and, and just what that means emotionally, psychologically for you, just a little bit of insight of what you're going through right now. Yeah, I think. Um we haven't played a game really in, or at least I haven't played a, a, a meaningful game in four months. Right. So there, there are a little bit of nerves just because it's been so long and it's a new team and everything, but I feel like right now it's a little too early for me to start mentally preparing for the game, because I feel like if I do, then maybe I won't sleep as well. And I won't, you know, I'll be like too amped up. So right now I'm trying to just like keep my mind off of it. Uh, you know, focus on my training and my recovery, making sure I'm 100%, you know, my body feels well, um, focusing really well on my diet right now. And then as the week goes on and on and we get closer to game day, then, you know, I'll start mentally preparing. I'll start, you know, watching some more film um, on the on Kansas City and then on myself as well from the preseason matches. Um, and then, yeah, just when game day comes, it's, a, it's an 8 p.m. kickoff. So you just got to kind of relax the whole day, um, make sure you're hydrated, make sure you're eating well. And then, you know, the biggest thing for me is on those, those late night games, when I was younger, I used to get myself like amped up too early. Like I would, like if we had a 7.30 game, I'd be ready at like one o'clock, like ready to go and stuff like that. And then by the time I got there, I felt like a little sluggish. So, you know, especially last year with some of these later games we had in Orlando and then later in the season, I really focused on, you know, staying calm for the first half of the day and like really relax and, you know, keeping my muscles nice and relaxed. And then as the day goes on, I amp it up a little, a little bit more. And then by eight o'clock kickoff, I'm ready to get after it. Sounds about right. We, we wake Steve up about five minutes before we, we go on air. So we, we just want to like- very focused on my diet right now. Very focused. <laughs> yeah. we, don't like, we don't like at his advanced age to have him do too much early in the day. Um, <laughs> Andrew, when we had Sean Davis on a couple of weeks ago on on the show, he talked about going into what he dubbed a workshop, as Gerhard Schruber likes to talk about, um, and that workshop being what the individual goals are of which you've spoken about for yourself, but what the team goals are for this 2021 season. You, you mentioned it before, Red Bull has had success in the league, certainly over the course of the last seven, eight years. They've been one of the best teams um, in the regular season, but can can you give us a little insight into what really the expectations are for for your team and your group as we start the 2021 season this this weekend? Yeah, I think um, you know obviously I'm new new to the Red Bull organization and everything, but everyone I've spoken to here has has kind of 
hinted at the fact that they've gotten away from like the the Red Bull way kind of, um, you know, whether it was how they used to play when they were winning Supporter Shield and, and stuff like that. Um, and so I think the biggest goal for us this season that we've talked about is getting back to that Red Bull way. So that's like the high tempo press, the the high intensity running. Um, you know, when, when I was speaking to Sean and some of the other guys that have been here for a long time, they're always talking about how like – a couple years ago and stuff like that, the teams always hated to play against Red Bull. And they said that like, that was, that was kind of the Red Bull way. So I think one of the biggest things is, is getting back to the, to that is to making a, making 90 minutes hell for, for the other team, whether that's pressing super high or the intensity and, and scoring goals and, and stuff like that. We just want to, we want to get back to, to playing the Red Bull way, you know, what, whatever that is to, to whoever, but the the biggest goal for for the team right now is to just improve um, on the pressing system, improve on our structure, um, create as many chances as we can, score as many goals as we can, and then you know defend really well and and get results as many results as we can. Well, you know, if you're a fan and you're listening to this, I'm gonna I'm gonna read back a couple words that you said that should get fans pretty excited about this team at least early in the season. You talked about intensity, pressure. Uh, transition, getting forward quickly, the importance of getting good results uh, because of the U.S. Open Cup and what that means and the importance of the U.S. Open Cup and winning hardware. Um, these are all things that obviously, if you're a fan of Red Bull, you, you want to hear things like this. And, and and if I could say, you know, judging from the 20 so minutes that we've spent together, uh, your experience is a, um, a unique experience, to say the least, over the last couple of years. But what it's given you, it sounds like, is a lot of maturity. And that's something that, you know, this team, when you look at the full roster, there's a lot of young people on this roster. Um, when you think about your role and responsibility, and you've spoken about your role and responsibility on the field, and you've spoken a little bit of off the field in terms of where you feel like you're trying to make people feel comfortable or the younger guys feel comfortable, if you progress over the next, let's say, month, two months, three months, as the season starts going, what do you feel are the key aspects, other than the things that you just kind of mentioned, that, uh, you know, with all the transition and all the name, you know, different players that we have, what do you think are the key kind of drivers of where this team is going to have success over the next couple games just to start their season off in the right way? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the things that um, I've also kind of done in the locker room and stuff like that is when I, when I talk to the younger guys, um, you know, some of these guys haven't, you know, whether this is their first professional contract or, you know, whether they're, they're a young player kind of coming up, I think that there's so much more that goes into a professional soccer player, you know, a professional game than just playing. And I think that over these next couple months that for me, especially, I've already kind of talked to, you know, some of the younger guys about it is getting their mentality right about, you know, being a professional soccer player, what's expected of you um, day in and day out, what's expected of you in game day um, and all this stuff. And I think if we can get all those younger players up to that, to that level that, you know, that I, I kind of see where they should be at, um, then I think we'll get a lot of good results. Um, you know, we're a very young team, but, you know, we have a lot of talent on this team, a lot of talent, and it's just maximizing the talent, you know, putting, putting guys in positions where they can, where they can be confident in, in going at people or they can be confident to make that last pass or, or score that goal. And so for me, you know, obviously I haven't been in the league that long, but I've been a professional long enough to understand what goes into it. 
and what goes into being a successful professional. Um, and so that's kind of the knowledge I'm trying to share with some of these younger guys and, and some of the new guys. And if, if they can kind of maybe pick like one out of 10 things I say to them, then I think they'll be, they'll be pretty good. Andrew, last one before I, we, we let you go. And, and again, really appreciate your time. I, I think one of the most interesting things to read about you is after your college career, before you've had a couple of years here in MLS, you were engaged with one of the best and biggest rivalries in all of European soccer between being on trial with Rangers and then ultimately signing with Celtic. Uh, I, I mean, right from the jump, there was probably half half the country that loved you and half the country that hated you. And then it swapped just that quickly after, after the trial with Rangers. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. You should see some of the, the Twitter comments or Twitter messages I've had, you know, I have one message of one guy saying he doesn't like me. And then a month later saying he loves me and well, welcome to Scotland. Um, yeah, it was a, it was an interesting experience. Um, it was something that, you know, obviously it didn't work out for situations out of my control, but it's one of those experiences that I'm so happy I did. You know, I'm, I'm so happy I was able to go over to Europe to a top club, go into an environment. And, you know, I thought I did pretty well there um, and just see what what it was like. And then, you know, to, to take that experience back into MLS, it just gave me all the confidence in the world to, to show my qualities. Andrew, again, appreciate you coming on. You handled the pressure uh, from Steve talking about William and Mary. You dodged that perfectly. Um, looking forward to seeing you wear that number five proud all season long. And um, uh, goals or no goals, just do, do what you do. And I, I think you're going to have a fantastic season. And we welcome you here to the New York, New York Red Bulls. Thank you. All right, that is it. Andrew Gutman, who will start this 2021 season on the left side for New York, who kick off their MLS campaign this Saturday at home against Sporting Kansas City. For my partner, Steve Jolly, I'm Matt Harmon. We'll have the radio call for you starting at 7 o'clock with our countdown to kickoff pregame show. Um, we'll talk to you then. Again, thanks for listening and continued success here on Red Bulls Weekly.